Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Every family has a way of living together, certain expectations, rules, guidelines, ways in which things are done in the home, ways in which people are expected to treat one another, whether it's siblings or children. Imagine if in your family, if everyone always perfectly fulfilled those expectations. If everyone always perfectly kept the rules, if everyone always did what they were expected to do, if everyone ever always kind of did their part, I imagine there would be a lot more peace in the home. Because what happens when in a family, when we don't live up to those expectations, when we don't follow the rules, well, very often we hurt one another. We cause tension and strife and, and anger, disappointment. Or imagine if our country, imagine if everyone in our country always obeyed the law. Imagine how much less suffering there would be, how much more peace and order and harmony if everyone always did what they were supposed to do. Now, even when it comes to these human communities of, of a family or of a society, we can kind of imagine how much better that would be, how much less pain and anguish there would be. But those human societies, those human laws, the rules that we have in our families, even the laws that we have in our society, they're imperfect. And so even if we were to all perfectly follow them, it doesn't mean that there would be utopia on earth. Because human laws always have some imperfection tied up in them. But this is what we heard in our responsorial psalm. The law of the Lord is perfect. The precepts of the Lord are right. The ordinances of the Lord are true. God's law is perfect. And try to imagine if everyone on this planet followed God's law. How much more, in fact, if everybody actually did it, there'd be perfect peace, harmony, justice, communion. So why don't we? Well, there's a, a lot of answers to that question, but one of them is we can't by ourselves. That as human beings, we do not have the capacity to perfectly follow the law. And that's the whole history of the Old Testament. That God gives the Israelites these Ten Commandments. And if they would have just followed them, they would have had so much more prosperity and peace and blessings. That's what Moses told them. 
keep the commandments and you'll have life. But we know that over and over and over again, they failed to keep the commandments. And there's a lesson in that for us. The same thing is true for us by ourselves. We cannot keep the commandments. That's why we need grace. You see, Christ came to reveal to us the truth that we can't save ourselves, that we need a Savior, that our strength is not sufficient to keep the law. That's the good news of the gospel, is that God gives us what we need to then be able to cooperate with His will, to live according to His law. It's not possible by ourselves, but it is possible by His grace. Because the weakness of God is stronger than the strength of men. So how do we acquire this strength that comes from God that can then help us keep the commandments, which again, the commandments are not in imposition. They are perfect and true, and they lead to freedom and harmony, truth and justice, peace, love. If we were to keep God's commandments more and more each day, if that were to be one of the primary goals of our life, our lives would drastically improve. Our families would drastically improve. Our society would drastically improve. This is not something that should be, you know, fearful or like we just kind of submit ourselves to doing it, but we're not very happy about it. No, in God's law is the freedom that we long for. But how do we do it? By admitting our poverty, by admitting how much we need God, and by allowing Him to then fill us with Himself. Jesus in our gospel referred to His body as the temple that he would raise three days after it was destroyed. We too are made temples of God. By our baptism, God wants to live in us, to be so intimate with us that he's always there, that we always can call upon him, that we can always be in communion with him. That's what enables us to grow in virtue. That's what enables us to grow in justice and truth and keeping the law. We don't do it on our own. We do it with Him. But we have to be willing. We have to recognize the wisdom, the truth, the goodness of God's law. To admit that by ourselves we can't do it. To admit that by ourselves there are things in our life that are preventing us from keeping God's law. And to turn to the Lord, to ask for His forgiveness, to ask for His grace so that we can keep this perfect ordinance. The precepts of the Lord are right and just and true, and they will lead to freedom and peace and harmony and justice, so that we can build here on earth a small foreshadowing of the kingdom waiting for us. Christ came to bring God's kingdom to earth, and it'll never be perfect in this life. There will never be a utopia on earth. Right? Our hope is in heaven. But by keeping the law of God, we can begin to experience in our hearts and in our families and in our parish and in our society right, the blessing that comes 
from keeping the law of the Lord.